0: Father, that your son Jesus will be glorified, that these your people will be edified. Speak, dear Master, that we'll be better leaving than what we were when we came. And speak, dear Master, that even those who are viewing virtually will be better after than what they were before. Speak, Father, that your word will change us, that your word will convict us, that your word will give us power, clarity, and sound of mind. Speak, Father. Speak for us. In the name of Jesus Christ. We need you now, God. We need you to speak. Speak. We need a word from heaven. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now, I need you now. I need you like never before. I need you to stand in me, stand with me, stand in front of me, stand behind me. But most of all, stand right beside me. That I may be able to proclaim your truth without fear or intimidation. Speak, God. As only you can Have thine own way, God. Have your way, Holy Ghost. Have thine own way. Mm -hmm. Surround us with your presence. Surround us with your spirit. Yes. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, for truly you are my strength, my rock, my light, my salvation, and my own redeemer. It's in the name of your Son, Jesus, do we pray we ask it all. Amen. Amen. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. God's been good to you. You ought to give God a hand clap of praise on this Sunday morning. Amen. Amen. God is good, and he's good all the time. And It's good to see that we're still alive. I'm going to say that again. I said it's good to see we're still alive Amen. and to see we're above the ground and not below the ground, which is evident God still has some work for us on this side of the Jordan. Amen. Amen. I don't I told you I'm not gonna. We're not gonna be long today. There is a word that I want to share as we continue this series on the life of Joseph.
1: Last week we looked at Joseph,
0: uh, Genesis chapter thirty-seven, verses eighteen through twenty, and we looked at <clears throat> when a hit is put on you. Yeah. But today I have an interesting text and an interesting topic. But I know y'all gonna pray with me just for a little bit. Right. That's right. Genesis chapter 37. Uh-huh. Genesis chapter 37. And I want today to look at verses 23 through 24. Uh-huh. Genesis chapter 37, verses 23 through 34. All right. And when you have it, if you stand with us and say amen. If you still look and say, hold up you, sister Taylor. Amen. Genesis chapter thirty-seven, verses twenty-three through twenty-four. All right. And it reads like this: So when Joseph came to his brothers, they stripped him of his robe, the robe of many colors mm-hmm. that he wore, and they took him and threw him into a pit. All right. The pit was empty there was no water in it and from that text this morning sunrise i want to talk about torn clothes and a dry pit all right torn clothes and a dry pit sunrise can i open this up by saying this there is always something that all of us can feel there's always something that all of us can uh, know and can relate to and that is every time sister Taylor from April basically to September in Oklahoma it's gonna be hot yeah am I right wifey it's gonna be hot yeah and you know when it's hot we love to see the sunshine the problem with seeing the sunshine is is that if you're not careful the sun will be blazing in the sun will be so hot, the sun will be so scorching, it'll make you sweat, and if you're not careful, you can get dehydrated, and if you're not careful, you can pass out, if you're not careful, you can get a heat stroke, all because the sun can be so scorching, and the sun can be so hot, and I thought about that, because you know, when it's hot, you know what we like to do, we like to get popsicles, we like to get ice cream, we like to get Gatorade, we like to get Powerade, we like to get Lemonade, we like to get frozen yogurt, and some of us like to go swimming in the pool, sitting in the jacuzzi tub because we are trying whatever we can, Sister Taylor, to stay cool. But have you ever noticed that even when you're trying to stay cool, that's when it's still hot? Have you noticed that even when you're trying to stay cool, even when it's got when you got all this nice air conditioning, you're still hot. And the Lord, Sister Taylor's wifey, sunrise gave me this thought this morning. Can you live? when the heat is on. That's right, that's right.
1: Can you live when the heat has been turned up? Can you live
0: when you're in hot situations, hot moments, when you got hot days, hot nights, hot seasons, cause in life like that sometimes, life can burn you, life can send you through a furnace, life can sometimes make you wanna quit. Cause when the heat is on, when it it's tense when it gets tight, when it gets dark, that's when you really begin to see what you can stand, what you can take, and what you are really made of. Because life will send you through some heated moments and some heated trials. But is there anybody that can say, even though I've been in some heated days, some heated situations, God has still been good to me? Is there anybody that can say I've had some heat in my life, but God has kept me? I've had some drop, I've had some storms in my life, but God has kept me. It's been rough sometimes, it's been tough, but. God is carrying even in the heat. If you stay with God and trust God, God is able to turn that around. But every now and again, you got to trust God. Even in your heated situations. you got to trust God. When it gets tight, you got to trust God. When it gets thick, you got to trust God. When you feel like quitting, when you feel like throwing in the towel, when you feel like walking away. Is there anybody that can say, I felt like walking away sometimes? You ought to wave a hand if you know what I'm talking about. Anybody that can say, I felt like throwing in the towel because the heat kept getting on, the heat kept bothering me, the heat kept tempting me, the heat kept talking. In me. But because I call on the name of the Lord, the Lord saw me through. Yeah, yeah. And every now and again, you gotta say, even though life will not always be fair, we serve a faithful God. I'm gonna say it one more time. Life will not always be watching. Life will always be fair to you, but Sister Ted, aren't you glad you serve a faithful God? When you serve a faithful God, you can make it through anything. When you serve a faithful God, you can make it through your tough days. Make it through your trials. Make it through your storms. You can make it through whatever comes your way, because you serve a faithful God. And since we serve a faithful God, we should always keep on knowing that with God, all things are possible. With God, we have with God, we have joy. With God, we have peace, even in a hard book, and troubled situation. God is still good. I feel like preaching just a little while. I said, "God is good." It reminds me. Sometimes I was looking at a picture of a broken ship the other day. All right. And the thing was, the ship didn't plan to be broke. Mm-hmm. the ship didn't start out being broken yeah. but then all of a sudden when I was looking at the picture the ship had broken pieces mm. Mm. it was riveting because what started out beautiful yeah. became damaged yeah. became tarnished and what happened it became ripped apart yeah. it was ripped in shreds and the thing about it is the ship got destroyed. But you want to know what the blessing was? Even though it got destroyed, Sister so tell you, you know what the blessing was? Can I tell you? We let my wife on the she was being noble. Can I tell you what the blessing was? The ship got destroyed, but it didn't drown in the lake. I'm yeah. going to say it again. The ship was on the sea. The ship was on the sand. And that's what the Lord is you and me. That's what we are. We are examples. Yes, you may have some bruises. Yes, you get tired. Yes, you get thrown away. Yes, you get some damage. But if you trust in the captain, God is able to get you back on shore. When you trust in the captain, God is able to kick you on shore. That's why you hold on. That's why you hang on. That's why you don't give up because God is able to kick you on shore. And so in this 37th chapter of Genesis here we have Joseph. We've discovered now who Joseph is. Joseph is the chosen son of Jacob. Joseph is the snitch. Joseph is the spot. Joseph has the coat. But now this is where the story gets interesting. Mm -hmm. I told you because last week God calls you, and when you have favor from God, we have to see you can't be in every crowd, you can't be around everybody. Somebody is not gonna like what you offer, somebody's not gonna like who you are, somebody's not gonna like what you bring to the table, somebody's not gonna like how you speak, somebody's not gonna like how you talk, somebody's not gonna like how you walk. But when you are called, that God is still good and even though you got some things coming at you, you don't have to falter and you don't have to quit and you don't have to give in because when you're trusting in God God is able to see you through He he will see you through so the text says y'all gonna walk with me just for a little while so when Joseph came to his brothers, they stripped him of his robe of many colors that he wore and they took him and threw him to the pit. The pit was empty. There was no water in the pit. But here's something that you'll see. Joseph has a pit there. All right. And it's something. You can be on the road God designs you to be on. But then a pit comes. A pit makes its appearance. And a pit begins to make itself known. Because sometimes your purpose also brings a pit. Because, and and, but but can I say, that doesn't make sense, does it? That doesn't seem logical, does it? That doesn't seem like I need to deal with this. Is there anybody that can say, look at Joseph, he's seemed. Against his brothers, but his brothers are skinning to give but now you see the one that has the dream is the one that's thrown into the pit because it's something that sometimes you have to live and dream when you get thrown in the pit. You think you are living now, wait till you get in the pit. You think you're doing something great now, wait till you get in the pit. You think you're praying now, wait till you get in the pit. You think you trust in God now, wait till you get to the pit. You think you singing now, wait till you get to the pit. You think you preaching and teaching now? Wait till you get to the pit because everybody has to have a pit day. But something tells you, you ever see you see it in the text. Joseph never fought his brothers, but he had a submissive spirit and still allowed them to strip him and fall him into the pit. Can you imagine? Yeah. Being in the pit. Yeah all by yourself. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine calling out for help? But the only ones that can hear you are the ones that throw you in. Can you imagine being in this pit all along? And watch this, we don't know how deep it was, but let's just imagine it's deep, it's rough, it has no space, and you're in this pit. It seems like somebody can feel like Joseph. Have you been there? Where it feels like you've been thrown in your own pit, where well, you're all alone. You can't see your home, can't see your clothes, can't see your furniture, and you can't see the things that you're used to. You can't even see your family, because at the last, at least the ones that you know care about you, the ones that love you, that the ones when you needed somebody to talk to, you don't even see them because you're alone in the middle. And you feel like you don't know if it's gonna get better because you're all by yourself. Look at the text. So when Joseph came to his brother, they stripped him of his robe, the robe of many colors that he wore. And they took him and threw him in the pit. The pit was empty. There was no water on it. But not only being in the pit, some the brothers threw him in the pit. And a pit is not like a pit. It's something that is smooth or silky, but the pit can be rough, horrible, and can scuff you up. Joseph is in the pit. And it's interesting that the paradise happens to come into play. Why would God make a pit for Joseph? Because this pit didn't come out of nowhere, but this pit has something to it. This pit has a message. If I'm it, is. this pit will bring a testimony. I, I thought I had some amen right there. This pit will bring a testimony because it's not just how got in the pit but it's how he ended up in the pit because Joseph is violently thrown into this pit and oh it's something that when some people get to you when some people get close to you it it doesn't matter how they hurt you as long as they can hurt you that's the motivation that's the drive that's because you see in the text once they had their opening they didn't stop and, and so ain't that how, that's how some people will do, that's how some people are, and that's how some people respond. They don't care how you fall as long as you fall. There are some who don't care how you land, but as long as you're out the way, as long as you're out the picture, and as long as they can look down on you, it doesn't matter how you get there, as long as you stay there, the pit is different, the pit is rough, the pit can distress you. And not only that, but how you are treated going into because watch this summarized on it You can be treated how people want to treat you. And it hurts sometimes when people mistreat you. Anybody know it hurts when people no, mistreat you? Come on, no, talk no. with me. Anybody know when people. people feel like they can do you any kind of way, when people feel like they can slap you around any kind of way, when people feel like into the pit and not only that but the same but that some people want to rip you up beat you down and humiliate you in order to get their point across there are some dirty people there are those people who have this idea it's okay in a sense to hurt you to get away with there's some people that have this thinking that you won't get caught up but that's when you have to realize this pit isn't the final destination I'm gonna say it again. This pit isn't the last chapter in the story. It's just sometimes the hardest chapters are the ones that have the most significance. You're right. That's the thing about it. It's just part of the story. But sometimes it is those in chapters, it is those in-between in chapters that really test you. Everybody always wants to get to the end of the story, but it's the in-between chapters that scrolls you. The in-between chapters make you learn about yourself. The in-between chapters make you see what to do when the heat is on. The in-between chapters make you start to see who loves you and who doesn't. And then how do you respond? It's in the in-between chapters that you take the high road and and watch this—it's in the in-between chapters. Not only do you trust God, but you seek to not take revenge, but still treat people right. Mm-hmm. I know it get a little tight right there. But hmm. just tell us in the in-between yeah. Yeah. chapters. Yeah. Look at the text. Wifey, look at the text, I'm not making it up. Joseph came to his brother and stripped him of his robe, the robe of many colors that he wore, and they took him and threw him to the pit. The pit was empty, there was no water. There. In the Hebrew, this word came means appear. This word "strip" means to spread out. This word "robe" we discovered was a tunic. This word took means to seize, to lay hold of, to be captured and snatched. This word through means to sling and cast. And this word "pit" means well and system. The things you will see and discover, you have to be careful. Who you let put their hands mm-hmm, on you, mm-hmm. and you gotta be careful what you allow, what you accept. You gotta be careful where you take yourself to, and you gotta be careful who you let put their hands on you. Especially when you look at this text, the brothers get their hands on Joseph, and once they get their hands on Joseph, that's when they ripped up the coat of many colors. You know that will happen when you have the wrong hands on you, because you can have something pretty, beautiful, wonderful, then it's all. Gone away. That's why you got to watch those that have their hands on you, you got to watch those that touch you, you got to watch those that have those desires and, and just have that pray. because when somebody wants you, when somebody wants to take you out, and when somebody desires you, that's when they'll get close to you, that's when they'll really want to destroy you, they want to hurt your heart, they want to hurt you, and see watch this, it's more than just having your clothes get torn off mm. sometimes just tell Taylor, it's also something psychological. Yeah. It's not just the clothes. Mm-hmm. why people, when you also get your hands on somebody, when you can strip them on their clothes, the clothes mean something. The clothes represent something. There is something that has a deeper purpose because it's not just the clothes, but it goes into another abyss. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you how? Y'all wanna know? Yeah. See, if you can get your hands on somebody, mm-hmm. and then not just have your hands on them, but if they, but see, watch this. If you can strip somebody of their dignity, their pride, their confidence, their self-esteem, and their hope, that's more damaging than the clothes. Yeah, right. Yeah. The clothes are one thing, but the images there are there are some things that some people won't forget when they get to that place to where it was. It was that day that spot and it was that location that it happened because that's how it is and that's how people be go because how do you deal with that how do you handle that how do you get back and restore because you feel like you've been shattered you feel like you've been crumbled and watch this when you feel embarrassed yeah. sometimes it can take a hard time and long time mm-hmm. to get over that can. if you want to tear somebody down mm-hmm. It's not just always a physical thing, but there are those that will try to tear you down emotionally, spiritually, and psychologically, because when that happens to somebody, here it is, they can lose their edge, their spark, their drive, their will, their confidence, different mantra, different twist and different perspective. When you have those battles, because when you have those battles, when you have those feelings, when you have those thoughts that render your head and heart, you can feel the talks coming. You can feel the devil circling in your mind, getting in your heart. And you can have that sense of not trying to be bitter, angry and not trying to lose that character or that person that makes you who you are. Yeah. It's just being stripped, stripped of something. And you know it takes a different twist and the reason it takes a different turn is because somebody can lose something in them that nobody else can see, Right. but they can feel it, live with it, and then they can go on a quest to get it back. You're right. <laughs> it's just that when you get hurt when you get wounded and when you get torn up like that you can lose something something become can become off and there is something that is no longer there you that you have and you have and you've never been this way before you've never felt that before you've never dealt with that scenario and when you've been through that type of pain there is a sense that you feel like you change you feel like you're different you feel like you've really been disturbed or detoured not or detoured not just in life but have you ever been been detoured in your emotions. Mm-hmm. That's somebody that can make, that can, that's something that can make somebody lose themselves in the pit. Mm. And there is something that can make somebody even die in the pit. But it's also at that moment, even though you're in the pit, you're in this situation, you're in these films. that doesn't mean it has to be the end of you if you don't allow it, don't allow that to be the end of the story. You're right, you're right. It reminds me, we in Black history, Mom. Can I, can I, can I, can I go this route for just a minute? It reminds me of the late Reverend Dr. Clay Evans, all right, who was the founding pastor of Fellowship Baptist That's Church sure. in Chicago, Illinois, and it was at that time. Dr. Evans faced challenges, faced enemies, and then in the 1960s in Chicago Illinois, they had a racist mayor by the name of Richard David. And then what made matters worse is that when Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. came to Chicago in 1966 to deal with slums, because there were many African-Americans living in impoverished communities, and basically slums where they had no type of real good environments or living arrangements. Then it was at that moment, Sister Taylor, wifey and sunrise, it was at that moment that Richard Daley didn't want Dr. King, but Dr. King came anyway, but then there were clergy, black clergy, yeah. white clergy that turned on MLK and said we don't want him to come, but then Sister Taylor, Dr. Clay Evans stood up and he had Dr. King come preach at fellowship, and not only that, he walked with Dr. King through, and through Chicago, but then Dr. Fellowship was building a new building, but then what happened is that Richard in his and in his antagonistic spirit and his racist spirit, he contacted contractors, had them pause the construction of Fellowship Baptist Church, and then when the construction of Fellowship Baptist Church stopped, then there was half a building stripped the clothes of morality has been stripped because there are James Meredith to come inside their school. So then John F. Kennedy had to sit in the National Guard. He worked with Robert F. Kennedy to sit in the National Guard just to get James Meredith to have an opportunity for a better life. And later on down the road in the Civil Rights Movement, James Meredith was shot, going doing his own protest. But even in all that, even throwing into to the pit, he maintained his integrity.
1: Yeah.
0: Can we look at history books? the history books let us know what's happened during our time mm-hmm. and that's why y'all we got to continue to vote yeah let say it again we got to continue to vote mm-hmm. there are those who fought for our rights yeah to vote look at the history of the united states when it relates to fair treatment, just to have the right to vote. Didn't it seem like the clothes had been stripped? Mm-hmm. There were those that got thrown into the pit. And the reason that happened was because there were those that wanted to vote, but they weren't to vote. You know what happened? They were killed. Yeah. Sent to the hospital. Churches bombed. Brutally beaten with billy clubs, nightsticks, and physically assaulted. Put in jail. Unfairly. Had to survive. Water hoses, bitches. Dog, racist police officers, racist police chiefs, and then had to deal with the Ku Klux Klan. But in that, because see, the Ku Klux Klan, they would work in the daytime as bosses, as police officers, as mayors, but then had bullets, burnt crosses, and murdered African Americans while claiming they loved Jesus and said they were Christians. But the Bible I read says, how can you love God? Who you haven't seen but hates your brother and who you see and who you have seen that's a false theology that's a false religion because we serve a savior that taught us to love everybody don't discriminate anybody based on their car don't talk down on anybody based on their color because you know that mentality oh but y'all know that mentality still circulates right yeah because you have those who don't want to have anything brought up that will help that will help everybody. Because watch this. It's okay to talk about how bad a black per- person are, person is. It's okay to talk about how bad black kids are. And then there's this trying to recruit. hit the question and just because the person Satan to the We gotta stand together and start throwing each other into the pit. Joseph came to his brothers they stripped him of his robe the robe of many colors that he wore and they took him and threw him into the pit, the pit was in there was no water uh, I would argue the brothers sold Joseph but they made a bad business decision because they sold themselves mm. have you ever noticed that? Sometimes when people make bad decisions, they'll try to defend it, ignore it, and act like it doesn't affect them. But I would tell anybody, you need to be careful what you do because it'll come back to haunt you. It'll come back to beat you up and won't let you rest. But look at this pit. A pit is supposed to have water because in the Hebrew, this word pit means well or system. Jeremiah was thrown into a well system, but it was a muddy well system. Because any pit definitely needs to have some water. But this is even more significant. and makes it even more, even more challenging. Joseph is thrown into a pit that doesn't even have water. But you know, when you are the one that goes into the storm, you don't even get stormy ideal conditions. But you gotta step up and say, I'm gonna still live. But even though it was muddy, you would have thought, can I have a little water? Even though I can drink muddy water, at least I can stay hydrated. But that's the thing. Some people, sister, will never know your worth until it's too late. Some people will never know your worth until it's too late and their wifey until they see what you become. Anybody and everybody needs to see and understand. Don't allow the pit to stop you. Even though you got tears in your eyes, yeah. hurts. Even though you may have to go to sleep in the pit, wake up in the pit. You may have to adjust in the pit. Don't stop in the pit. Even though you may have rip this strip, don't stop. It may look dungeon, frightened, scary. Don't stop, cause God will fight our battles. I quit, but I am not of a song by Queen Latifah. And the song says, I know where I've been. Can I give y'all a few lyrics and we'll be out of here? All right. It says this, there's a light in the darkness, though the night is black as my skin. There's a light burning bright, showing me the way. But I know where I've been. There's a cry in distance. It's a voice that comes from deep within. There's a cry asking why I pray, why I pray. The answer's up ahead, yeah, because I know where I'll be. There's a road we've been traveling, lost so many on the way, but the riches will be plenty worth the price, the price we had to pay. There's a dream with the future. There's a struggle that we have yet to win. And there's pride in my heart, because I know where I'm going. Yes, I do, and I know where I've been, yeah. There's a dream, yeah, 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 yeah with the future. to lift us up to tomorrow. Oh, because just. been teased, I've been walking with them, and I've still had a star, I've been walking with them, and i still had a midnight, I've been walking with the Lord. So. You just got a fraction score.